All right, Keith Baldry on assignment today for Global News. Time to check in with Bill Thielman. I'm always grateful for his time. Bill is a former Vancouver City Council candidate and veteran political strategist and campaigner. Hey, Bill. Hey, Mike. Okay, let's talk about the shakeup here first in the the BC Green Party. Okay, what a wild story this is. So the deputy leader of the BC Green Party, Dr. Sanjeev Gandhi, is out. He's been booted out as the deputy leader of the Green Party by party leader Sonia Firstenau. Uh, she also posted on social media that he she has accepted his resignation as a candidate. Now, this was after Gandhi, who's been a guest here on the show several times in the past, liked he liked a tweet in which someone compared Dr. Bonnie Henry, BC's public health officer, to Joseph Mengele the notorious angel of death who performed a, a gruesome experiments on inmates at the Auschwitz death camp. Bill, okay, let's listen first. Okay, listen first to Sanjeev Gandhi here. He, he uh, was a guest on the show recently. Let's listen. Here's what he had to say. The vaccine rollout should be as simple as possible. The vaccination system is cumbersome. The invitation system shouldn't be necessary and is confusing for many. Okay, he was very critical of the government's vaccine program. He was kind of uh, on the extreme end uh, on the vaccine issue. You know, you got the anti-vaxxers on one side. He was very kind of extreme on the other, like he wanted continuing uh, vaccine mandates and mask mandates. But And so he's been very critical of Bonnie Henry. But, man, comparing Bonnie Henry to Joseph Mengele, he liked this tweet. Bill, what do you think of this? Oh, it's unbelievable. I just saw it, you know, as it broke last night. And, uh, I mean, what it's bad enough that uh, a doctor who is the deputy leader of the Greens is going to attack Bonnie Henry. But comparing comparing her to the actions of a Nazi, you know, ex- performing experiments on Jewish kids and Jewish inmates in concentration camps while the whole Hamas Israel thing is going on as well. It's just unbelievable. And I think, you know, the Greens announced him with great fanfare. We've got ourselves a new deputy leader. He's a doctor. He's a smart guy. He's really, uh, you know, going and he was going to run against Adrian Dix, the health minister in the Vancouver Kingsway, the Reed run riding there. So this is a mighty fast fall from grace. I have to suspect that this isn't the first time he made a mistake. You might have tried to concoct some kind of explanation. He didn't read the tweet and withdraw it, et cetera. But I suspect that, and it went, you know, it was just such an over-the-top thing to do. Uh, I don't think yeah. too many people would retweet or uh, repost or like something that said Nazi and Dr. Mengali type, you know, experiments on patients. I just, I, I just, I, I don't know. The problem for the Greens is this isn't the first time they've lost somebody, a candidate, somebody in uh, in some position before, uh, in uh, ever before. It's happened several times. They just don't seem to do the vetting that they need to do sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Now, just to be clear, he did not say this himself. Like no, someone else not. posted this on on Twitter, now known as X, and he liked it. He liked yeah. this this tweet. And, you know, maybe he he made a mistake. But I was thinking, you know, was there maybe something else going on? Was there something else that was aggravating the situation and she took the opportunity to remove him? Yeah, you have to wonder. And yeah. and credit to uh, our friend Rob Shaw for uh, first posting or finding this one on Twitter uh, mm. uh, from uh, Czech and the Orca. Yeah. Okay, so that's an interesting shake-up. I mean, the BC Green Party have been so marginalized, though, now. Does it make much of a difference? 
I, uh, I don't know. I mean, when, when you see the split on the right with the B.C. Conservatives kind of eating the uh, B.C. United Party's lunch there and Kevin Falcon's lunch right from under his nose, uh, the Greens are going to try and do that with the NDP, obviously, and they're going to position themselves as the only true environmental Green Party. But things like this just give voters a big doubt as to, you know, are they even – no, they're not ready to govern, but are they ready to even be uh, the official opposition? Are they sophisticated enough and informed enough to do that? And the answer today would be no. Okay. Okay, we're following that one. Okay, let's t- take a look at what's going on in some federal politics here now. Now, Pierre Polyev, the federal conservative leader, he has opened up a big lead over Justin Trudeau and the Liberals in recent polls, Bill. I mean, if there was an election held today, you're probably looking at a conservative majority, would you say? Oh, yeah. No question. Yeah. They're at 39 points. You need about 40 And, uh, I mean, we haven't even got to the campaign yet. We've got, um, well, ostensibly two more years of Justin Trudeau to to drive him even further into the ground. Okay, so what I'm waiting for here are the attack ads from the federal liberals against Polyev. Now, let's have a listen to this. This was posted by the federal liberal party on social media here. This compares Pierre Polyev, the federal conservative leader, to... Donald Trump. And is this a comparison, a, a preview of the attack style ads that we're going to see as we get closer to an election, especially with Polyev having this big poll? Polyev compared to Trump here in this liberal post. Let's listen, then I'll get your thoughts. Fake news. Fake news. The left wing censorship regime. Their woke censorship ideology. Have turned our once great cities into cesspools of bloodshed and crime. Has unleashed a crime wave like we have never seen. We have to stop with political correctness. Woke political correctness. Defeating the radical left. Radical leftist authoritarian agenda. We want those great Canadian truckers to know that we are with them all the way. I'm proud of the truckers and I stand with them. Okay. Bill, is this an effective <laughs> ad? What do you think oh, of it's, that? It's brutally effective. I mean, it's you got the so? two things, Mike, in my view, that make for a great political ad. A, it's factual, and B, it's funny. Uh, and you look at I, you know, I, I encourage your listeners to, to take a look on social media or, or on, uh, on news media that have covered it. It is a devastating ad, and every single quote is, you know, it's right out of Polyev's mouth and Trump's mouth, and they sound almost the same. I mean, it's a, you know, it, it's a winner for sure for the liberals. Now, whether it's going to make enough difference, I think uh, you know and I know most of the conservatives that you and I know didn't uh, don't like Trump, didn't support no, Trump, but thought he was a disaster. Not. So yeah. he's not. Uh, so the conservatives are not Trump fans, but it certainly makes Mr. Polyev look an awful lot like the Donald. Okay, well, I don't know. I've seen the other side of it, too. I've seen some conservative supporters saying, like, this could backfire on the liberals because they didn't think anything that, that Polyev was saying in that ad was particularly going to drive pe- prevent people from voting for him and that maybe it actually helps Polyev. What do you think well, of that uh, argument? I, don't, I, I think that's whistling in the graveyard. I don't think so. I, I mean, sure, there's some people who are conservative voters who are Trump supporters. There's no question, but they're a pretty marginal group. And um, the issues there, you don't really think about the issues. You just say, my gosh, he said exactly the same thing as Trump. And that's the, you know, it's uh-huh. kind of an emotional ad. It gives you that feeling like, oh, my gosh, I, don't, I, I now feel uncomfortable that this guy really is like Trump. Okay, well, we'll see. Do you think that is uh, portends more attack ads? Like, is this going to get really down and dirty and nasty? 
Oh, absolutely. And this is testing, yeah. Mike. This is this is ad testing on social media for potential TV campaigns and, and other campaigns, and including social media campaigns in the next election. But, I mean, if you're in the liberal, you know, uh, brain trust, which may be an oxymoron right now, you've got to find some way to move those numbers because Polyev keeps moving up, and you need to knock him down. Uh, yeah. And, of course, with the NDP saying they voted against uh, – the liberal, liberals voted against them on the conservative carbon tax motion – is this confidence and supply agreement with the NDP going to fall apart? Could we have an early election? So the liberals are scrambling for sure. Yeah, I, I suspect we. this is the start we may see of attack ads from the liberals against Polyev and the conservatives. Okay, bring it back home here, Bill, to finish up. Let's talk about the another party here in British Columbia that's struggling as well, and that is BC United. This is the former BC Liberal Party, the official opposition in the legislature, trailing in the polls, fighting now with the BC Conservative Party on the rise. And we've been wondering in the past, when will Kevin Falcon, the BC United leader, really start fighting back and, and trying to get his name out there, especially the new party's name, uh, to get people aware of, of this party? Let's listen to the ad. This ad has been running on CKNW. You're going to hear Kevin Falcon here, leader of BC United. I'm Kevin Falcon, leader of BC United. I'm fed up with NDP politicians saying we should accept things getting worse day after day. I've spent my career fixing problems many said couldn't be fixed. United will fix it for families who just want to feel safe in their neighborhoods. We'll fix it for young people watching their dream of home ownership slip away. We'll fix it for commuters stuck in traffic. And we'll fix it for folks tired of paying more for worse outcomes. It'll take competence and a focus on results. I'm Kevin Falcon, and United, we can fix it. Okay, we can fix it. We're going to fix this here. That seems well, to be the uh, theme. Go ahead. They need a they need a polling fix. Actually, that's the problem. And they really, uh, I mean, you kind of wonder how why this has been so long in coming. I mean, I think they should have been doing these kind of ads ages ago. Whether it's the right ad or not, I I, I don't know. Uh, their polling would tell them. Internal polling would tell them that. But clearly, their visibility has not been anywhere near sufficient following the transition from the name BC Liberals. And you know, it was their it was. Kevin Falcon's big idea. He ran on it. The party endorsed it. But it doesn't look like such a smart idea right now. And they're going to need to do an awful lot of advertising, particularly if there's some chance of the NDP calling a spring election as opposed to yeah. the scheduled one in October of next year. So yeah. I think I think like the federal liberals, they're, they're scrambling uh, to try and regain some lost ground. Lots of calls here to Bill Thielman. Let's go right at it here. Tim and Kamloops. Hiya, Tim. Go ahead. Hi. Yeah, I just wanted to say that ad is very effective, and it's going to be the next two years are going to be interesting because Pierre Pollard the other day during the, those debates called, the, of course, the BQ uh, separatists and the NDP socialists. But it's interesting because his boss, big Stephen Harper there, co-wrote a letter in 2004 with the socialists and the separatists, Jack uh, Layton and Jill Duceppe. So I don't know, Pierre, he seems to have wanted all all his own way, especially, and if he can work with the separatists and socialists, it won't be surprising to me. The guy's a bit of a hypocrite. I think the ad's effective. Okay, Tim, thank you for the call. Do you think that they'll double down on this, Bill? Like, do you, you expect more kind of advertising from the Trudeau liberals here comparing Polyev to Trump? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They have to. Yeah. And, you know, they're testing other ads as well. They've got them on Bitcoin. They're testing yeah. uh, other stuff. Uh, you know, so it, it, this is part of the process. But, 
you know, when you're when you're deep in the hole, I mean, that's the only thing you can do, really. You can't run yeah. a positive ad campaign on how wonderful Justin Trudeau is. People are tired of him. That's what all the polling shows. you got to yeah. go on the attack. And I, I mean, if I was in their shoes, I'd do the same thing. Yeah. Ben in North Van. Hi, Ben. Go ahead. Hey, hey, Mike. How you doing? Hi. Um, Good. Huge, huge respect for Bill Thielman. I'm a big fan. Um, I love his work on the, um, on the voting uh, legislation referendum. Uh, always have huge respect there, but however, I have to say, Bill, I think you're wrong on this one. I'm a political strategist myself, and as one fellow strategist to another, I know that if you try to attach people's basic concerns to something way far out and say, well, if you share your concerns, then that means you're an ugly, uh, bigoted racist or whatever they want to call it. It's insulting to the intelligence of the voter. It's insulting to urban dwellers and anybody who might have similar concerns, trying to lump them into that category not going to work. It's going to fall flat on its rear. And in fact, it'll probably even embolden people who want change to say, forget it. I don't care. Okay. I'm going to vote for Pierre anyway. Okay. Thank you, Ben, for the call. Okay. He thinks it's going to backfire. Bill. Well, we've seen some really great attack heads here in BC and federally over the many years. And, you know, they, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, you know, fisherman's friend or uh, whatever the cough syrup is, you know, it tastes terrible, but it works. And that's what yeah. that's what negative that's Buckley's. That's are. Buckley's. 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 Thank Buckley's, you. And, yeah. And that's yeah. what attack ads are. People <laughs> say they don't like them, but I'll tell you, every political strategist knows they work. Let's go to Len in Nanaimo. Hi, Len. Go ahead. Oh, hey guys. I just I think you're not calling it for really what it is. Uh, that Falkland ad, uh, Kevin Falkland ad. Yeah. He's the reason NDP's in there right now. No one, even liberals, people can't stand that man. And he's the one that made the mistakes and, and goofed stuff up. And, uh, and as him commenting, it's slipping away the opportunity for young people to buy a house. It already slipped away. Uh, he's mm-hmm. out of, that party needs just a new leader. It might take another generation. And I think as for Canadians, right across the board, all socialists, the separatists, everybody, the conservatives, even the liberals, I think a lot of us are just going to vote for the first fascist that will get rid of the carbon tax. <laughs> okay. Okay, Les, thank you for that. Well, I mean, oh, is the problem with BC United the leader, Bill? I, I don't know yet. It's a little hard to tell. But, you know, I was thinking about that uh, liberal Trump ad, and the NDP could do a devastating ad with Kevin Falcon before and after. You know, I voted in favor. Mm. I'm proud of the carbon tax. I'll get rid of the carbon tax. Uh, you, you know, flip-flops always cause problems, and it's caused problems for every politician yeah. in the past. I would be very um, – I'd be, I'd be watching for some NDP attack ads on Falcon, too. Yeah, for sure. Let's go to Simone in Surrey. Simone, you got, we got 30 seconds here. Go ahead. I'll keep it quick. Um, I really appreciated that um, attack ad by the Liberals. Last night, uh, Pierre Polyevre was attacking uh, trans trans kids, which we all know is a Trump line. And it worries me that he's going to take us in that direction where he has he's not offering any solutions. He's just trying to manufacture outrage a la Twitter. And that's and people are falling for it. So we need that reminder that it's not healthy for our country. Okay, we have 30 seconds, Bill, go ahead. Yeah, I think that there's lots of people who will be reinforced who are reluctant liberal voters or who are former liberal voters who are fed up may say, you know, uh, when the, the chips are down and the choice is between Trudeau, who I don't like, and I don't think is great, and a, and a poly okay. who might be like Trump, I'm going to go with the liberals. That's their goal. Bill, thanks for coming on today. My pleasure.